If you don't plant the vegetable seed, the vegetables will never grow. If you don't plant the, the seeds of sunflowers, the sunflowers will never grow. You can envision all you want. God can give you the dream, but he cannot create something out of nothing. Even in his miracle working ways, he gives you a call for a reason. He says, step out of the boat, Peter. He didn't pluck them up and put them on the water. He could have done that. He didn't make Jonah go to Nineveh. He gave us free will. He gave us choice. And the multiplication factor is a choice. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolf. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Listen up. For such a time as this, we must grow our faith and business muscles. The self-help industry is trying to own spirituality and well-being, The entrepreneurial space is becoming flooded with business pursuits focused on success instead of sustenance. But the only one who can make us fully whole, fully free, and fully alive is Jesus. So I'm ecstatic you walked into this hypothetical gym today. I'm your trainer, Tamara Andress, also coined an entrepreneurial rabbi, teaching the pursuits of God, which unveil our purpose and ultimately unleash our desired provision. This FIT acronym is for founders, innovators, and trailblazers. Here, Marketplace ministers conversate and educate to build others from the inside out while also sharing their testimonies of endurance. So while it's not a fitness broadcast, I do surely care about your mental, physical, emotional, relational, financial, and spiritual health. You're going to hear all about it. If you're passionate about your becoming journey, leading others to greatness, and living a life of abundance and joy, then you're well on your way to being fit in faith. Let's hydrate. Hey everyone, I hope you're doing incredible and I hope you're in a season of development because we are just getting started this year and I know that there are so many dreams inside of you that you are ready to build. I'm coming in today with an episode that is rare because I am pulling from some internal trainings with our resource hub, the Fit Network app, that you can tune into freely on your web browser and you can also do so on Android or Apple as a downloaded app that's actually our own. And there are so many hours of information inside of here, completely free to you. There's also a membership opportunity if you want to upgrade to the messenger element where you get a ton of our more vital paid member information and trainings. Um, But there are hours and hours of free content. So one of the ones that I'm sharing today is from our impact training module, which is an acronym, I-M-P-A-C-T. And you're just going to have to find out which one I decided to deliver by tuning in today. And if you want the whole training, you can get into the app completely free, download 
below. There's a link inside of the show notes, which will encourage you to do so. But this training is one of my favorites because if you're going from idea idea to ideation to implementation, you want this so much. And it's all biblically based. I remember recording it when I was in Mexico speaking at a retreat for Hope Carpenter. She is an amazing leader and liaison in the, the megachurch realm. Um, but she is doing so with such integrity, such a gift. And I remember sitting there every single morning with the light shining through the window and thinking and thinking, thinking about and thanking God for the impact that this was going to make on the souls of those who listened. So much joy, so much depth, so much richness that is going to help you to truly fly, to catalyze. That's what I'm here for. So if you're ready to take your message to the next level, you know there are a thousand different ways you can do so, but I want you to start today with the impact training. All right, tune in. Hello, hello. I am playing with microphones right now. And for some reason, it's not, aha, a little loose dongle. Here's what a dongle is. It's kind of a funny word. I always think it's hilarious that they called it a dongle. Where did they get dongle? Lots of things come to mind with the word dongle. Uh, but it's effective and it makes my Mac life so much easier. And so the one reason that it makes it so much easier is because it gives me one source, one source for multiple uses. I love God. I mean, that's just a little tiny prompting that now leads into the entire conversation of today, which is all about impact and the letter M associated to multiplication. So if you were not here yesterday and you jumped in for the training and you got the I, uh, it's Illuminate. And we sent out an email last night. We actually gave out our first free resource every single day this week. We're going to be giving you access to something some of you have never had access to. And unless you're in deeply connected in our community, you might have never heard before. And so a lot of times when people come into the Fit and Faith Media Company or the Fit and Faith Media Network, they know that we do things, but they don't really know to the extent in which we have multiplied the things that we do. And there's so many effective strategies in order to build this out, whether it's your original business plan or not. It's the importance of knowing that there is a path of development, there's a path of multiplication, and it's all based in premise and harvesting, right? We all have this vision of our business. We all have this vision of our life. Let's just go back and take it back to just like who we are as people, and we want more. And I believe God puts that in our hearts with a desire for us to want more of Him and the fickle ways of the world can have us distracted for what does that moreness actually mean? And whether we chase money, whether we chase um, more freedom, whether we chase more of um, affirmation, whether we chase more of comfort or love or peace or kindness, ultimately we're all looking for more satisfaction more contentment. And when we get ingrained in a business perspective, that more traditionally is connected to more influence, more followers, more clients, more money, uh, because more of that allows for, in our perspective, more impact, not more success, not more happiness, because we know that money doesn't buy happiness. Though I have heard from other Christian entrepreneurs who really preach around the idea that that's a lie, that multiplication of money, the more of that can't buy happiness. 
But if you think about it from the perspective of poverty connected to abundance, abundance is an element of contentment, which is an element of joy, which is an element of our father. We serve a prosperous father. We serve someone who has more riches than we could ever imagine having access to. And yet we limit our perspective on what we think we're due, what we think we're owed associated to some sort of baseline. But think about if we lived in another country, I'm in Mexico right now, coming to you from Cabo San Lucas. And I'm thinking about the fact that when we were driving through the streets last night, there was poverty. And their level of contentment is much different than where my level of contentment would be simply because of access and vantage point, right? But that doesn't mean that they're owed any less or that we are deserving of any more, no matter what country, no matter what ethnicity, we are all one nation, right? We are all stemmed from one race, the human race. And so therefore we are all children of God who all have access to the multiplication factor and the multiplication method in which he shows up time and time and time again. So for those of you who have never dived into the Bible associated to business, it's one of my favorite ways to teach. It's also solid, right? So it's fun and I enjoy it. And I love having to ingrain myself in the word to figure out a problem associated to business or to get answers associated to business or to just erect a business, right? And if we can have it sturdy, the multiplication factor actually works. But a lot of times we associate multiplication in our business, especially connected to clients or money, and it becomes something that's unsustainable. I don't want unsustainable multiplication in your business. I don't want you to run into burnout. I don't want you to run into scarcity mindset. I don't have enough. Even when you hit goals, that was the enoughness factor previously. I finally hit six figures and for years I thought that was the goal. And when I did it, I was like, oh, that's it. That's how, that's how that feels. That's what that's going to do for me. That is still barely scraping by because when you are multiplying, there is an element of multiplication that doesn't just happen to your finances. It happens to the stewardship of those finances. And so I have more team members. So that money isn't just like, woo, six figures, right? I guess people think that that's a lot of money. It's not. And the prosperity associated to that is to know that when I make more, not only do the people connected to me make more, but the impact, that's what we're here for is impact of my ultimate mission, of your ultimate mission goes to the nation's. And it's just like this asset right here, right? I've got all these cameras. I've got all these mics. I have a social media that we have dedicated to serving the good news associated to business abundance. And I can connect with people from around the world. I see you guys saying, hi, hello, hello. I love you. And it is so critical for me to to remind you on a consistent basis to show up in that consistency. Consistency is an element of multiplication. Obedience is an element of multiplication. And I want to teach that to you from the truth, from the foundation of Mark. And there was two specific stories, parables 
um, things that occurred, miracles, whatever you want to call them, whether you're in your faith rooted in Christianity or not, it, there is so much truth in here. This is not something of old eons. This is alive and active. And every time I've come to a revelation and been able to apply it to my business, I'm blown away. I'm blown away by God's power, not my power. My obedience is a blessing. Yes. To him. It's, um, it's an honor. It's my sacrifice for the sacrifice that he's given me way above and beyond my wildest imaginations. And so when I came across Mark and I came across the feeding of the 5,000 and then again, the feeding of the 4,000, I, I like was like, yeah, these are stories that everybody knows right? The five fish, two loaves. He multiplies, he breaks the bread. He ends up feeding and it actually wasn't 5,000. If they go back and they recognize it was only 5,000 men. If they counted the women and children, it was upwards of 20,000 people from five fish and two loaves, two fish, five loaves. Unbelievable, right? How does God's premise of multiplication when we can't foresee miracles of money being um, just grown, We can't see the miracles of community being grown. We can't see that people will actually duplicate, that masses will actually increase. That influence, which is actually just the root word of flow, will maximize. Because we have a limited perspective on what has worked in the past. And that limited perspective is actually causing blinders and false realities to God's truth. False realities to your ability to multiply the mission on your heart. So when I talk about impact with you this week and we're on multiply today, the letter M, it's this knowing that there is truth in here. But if you don't know the ending to these stories and you're only taking them out of context to this is the one thing and in my obedience of the five fish and the two loaves, I keep getting it backwards. Uh, the two loaves and the five fish. No, the five fish and the two loaves. Oh, heaven's sake. I can't even think right now. But it, what is it? Am I getting it wrong? Probably. See? You don't have to know it all. Oh, my goodness. Don't day is stop. Feeds 4,000. Feeds 5,000. Five fish, two loaves. Okay. Woo. Lordy, I'm like, I'm, I'm questioning myself. <laughs> don't question yourself. Tim. Just go. God's got it. He's in flow. But what I want you to hear is the end. So if you go on to when Jesus feeds 4,000, which is literally just a couple of days later, I didn't even know that this occurred because everybody always speaks to the little boy and the lunch that he gave in obedience, which is, I believe the multiplication factor start. It's the harvest start, right? We're all looking for the grandiose, for the big, for the reaping. And we forget that there are seeds being stewarded in the forefront that allow for the harvest to happen. What's going to happen in just a couple of minutes, the next 20 minutes, I'm not going to only give you access to a multiplication method. I'm also going to give you proof that it is possible that he is good and also a reminder connected to how you are currently showing up. And then I'm going to give you activation because if you know anything about me, I don't like to just give out and dish out information without there being an assignment. God gives us assignments every single day. And oftentimes we sit on the assignment and we never then multiply what could be the abundance of your life. Do you ever have those promptings inside of you? The prompting, they're like, oh, I should do this. I should call this person, this person. I should reach out to him or her. She was just dropped in my spirit. 
or this is a good idea. This is good. This would work, but you never put foot to the pavement. How, how do you think things like Uber started? Things like Amazon started. Things like Apple started. McDonald's, KFC, why we're speaking about that, I was just thinking about chicken. (laughs) It's this knowing that if we didn't activate, if they didn't activate the prompting, the multiplication of their efforts, of their energy would never sustain to the place that it is now. And their impact, their worldwide impact is not even for them anymore. It was just a good idea that they said yes to. Think about when people create impact and then they sell their business. There's a book by Sharon Lecter called Exit Rich that was most her most recent release last year. Exit Rich. I want you guys to exit rich. And this is the part in the Bible where exiting rich is accurate. So after God feeds 5,000, Jesus feeds 5,000, the disciples feed 5,000 as a support to Jesus's miracle. Then there's the feeding of the 4,000 right after. This is the finale of that conversation that we just breeze by out of context, not recognizing the abundance that still exists on the other side of multiplication. Here it is. Uh, Let's see. Why are you talking about having no bread? Do you still not see or understand? Are your hearts hardened? Do you have eyes that fail to see and ears that fail to hear? And don't you remember when I broke the five loaves for the 5,000? How many basketfuls of pieces did you pick up? This is so good. I'm going to ask you these questions to yourself. Why are you talking about having no bread? Currently in your business, are you broke? Do you have no clients? But yet you have plentiful ideas, tons of energy, tons of assets, continued outpour of blessings, breath in your lungs. You have bread, friends. It's just a matter of your perspective on that bread. And you have to be able to steward it well in the forefront and just realize that the two fish and the five loaves is enough today. Enough that in your obedience of releasing that back to the Lord, who it belongs to, who he originally blessed it to you with, he's the multiplier. But our obedience connected to releasing what bread you do have today is how it develops. Why are you talking of having no bread? Do you still not see or understand? Do you still not see or understand the blessing that you have right now? You are in the midst of the blessing. When you have an opportunity to plant, when you have an opportunity to show up and sow seeds, those seeds are gifted from heaven. That's an abundance factor. The multiplication is already occurring, but it takes your obedience. It takes you getting on your knees and putting it in the soil. It takes you showing up online and putting it out into the universe. God's universe, not the universe. (laughs) Got it? This is so important. For those of you who are hanging out in the group right now and you are dropping comments, I love you. I see you. For those on Instagram, we're about to say goodbye. And I hate leaving you because I see all your eyeballs, but I want you to jump over into the Fit and Faith Network. I'm going to continue to ask you a couple of questions, but I told you I'm going to give you access to a resource that's going to help you create a new habit. 
help you create a new lens towards your prosperity. And I cannot wait for you guys to join in over on the group and hear and see the outcome from yesterday's impact session. The I, the illuminate factor, the resource that they received, oh, you can only get it inside the group. And if you didn't get it yesterday, you have to identify your profit identity. Profit identity, it's a brand new resource that we're launching to this group only for this week and giving you access to going through the methodology and the mindset associated to your gifts and talents. I want you to profit, P-R-O-F-I-T. And through this quiz, I had an opportunity to lean in to my profit, P-R-O-P-H-E-T, ability. So jump into the group if you're on Instagram. For those of you here in the group, I'm going to continue chatting with you. You guys, get in. Get into the program. Get in with it. All right. So the next question, do you have eyes but fail to see and ears but fail to hear? Look around you, my friend. Look around you with your actual eyes, not the limiting beliefs, not the perspective that have been blanketed over you. I really see people walking around with those drunk goggles. I started a nonprofit in college um, associated to a vision of another visionary. She began the idea. I got to bring it to fruition. That's a multiplication factor in conversation in and of itself. Are you creating something that somebody else is actually going to reap the harvest for? She had this vision that we were going to create a drunk driving experience for our school, a a safe haven and a, a resource that instead of people drinking and driving, instead of people walking the streets in the middle of the night and not having a safe way home, we were going to be the safe ride. She put all the wheels in motion. She got the nonprofit. She did all of that, but she only had four years and she graduated. And I came in and I came in with a bunch of other visionaries who were willing to pass the torch or to receive the torch of her harvest. Now, almost 15 years later, that organization is still alive and thriving. They are now funded by the university instead of self-funded by the school and the students and doing fundraising all the time just to get the cars every single weekend, just to have the facility and the operations and the capacity completely free. We didn't do get any payment for it. And yet we sacrificed our Thursday, Friday, Saturday night from 10 a.m. to 3 a.m., 10 p.m. to 3 a.m. based on somebody else's vision. So as somebody seated you, Can you take off the drunk goggles and recognize where you are right now is a gift out of harvest of somebody else's deposit? Maybe their wisdom, maybe their stewardship. I think we so limit our ability to see and therefore we don't act and therefore multiplication never comes to fruition because we think, oh, they're doing it better. They've got it figured out. I'm I'm not even going to try. They're they're serving the same target audience. They've got more followers than me. So they've already kind of staked claim on on those people. I could think that. Let me give you an example. Pedro Adeo. He is the 100x kingdom entrepreneur. He kind of played to Grant Cardone's 10x. He said 100x because we serve a God who multiplies. I haven't even gotten to the good stuff of this multiplication, by the way. It's about to come. 
And he, he came up with this idea and it just skyrocketed. Now he had a, a good seeding from other financial experiences and investments that he had played into that helped him to launch and have Facebook ads and grow a team quick and all of those things. But if he had not walked the line of that other job effectively and listened to the seeds of what was being given to him, either from people complaining, from seeing the deprivation that was happening in the church associated to finances, the scarcity mentality, all of the huge God dreamers that are out there like you who actually never have activated and therefore the multiplication of their own life and prosperity connected to the kingdom never happens. And so we look to the world through these drunk goggles and all of the people who have the most impact are people who don't deserve it or are people who are utilizing it for wrong or are people who are not God's children yet recognized and therefore acting out of secular fleshly desires. So it can be disheartening. I get it. But Pedro said yes. And when he said yes, and I came into the market about a year and a half later, recognizing that my call was for kingdom entrepreneurs, that my call was for God dreamers, that my call was for founders, innovators, and trailblazers who are willing to say yes to the kingdom call, the mission on their life. They're willing to multiply with what little they have right now in order to see not by their own efforts, but by their diligence and obedience connected to the power of God, how God will change it all. And I could have easily stopped right there and said, somebody else has it. Somebody else got it. Maybe I'll just come in as a protege. And I get that there is power to being a protege. There is a power to being mentored, but I had been mentored. I had already come through that season. It was time for me to take the torch, just like it was when I was in college with that nonprofit. So now I'm handing the torch to you. I'm handing the torch to you, not to take on my dream, not to take on my mission even, but take on his mission and see what he's going to do for you. See what he's going to do to multiply your impact, multiply your community, multiply your finances. The blessings abound. So after we get past all the questions and all the limiting beliefs of, do you even see, do you even hear, do you even know what I actually did? I just did a miracle, Jesus said, and here you are already complaining, already feeling like it's not possible. He said, when I broke five loaves for 5,000, how many baskets full of pieces did you pick up? This is associated to the question that after he applied the miracle, he didn't just feed the 20,000 people, men, women, children. There was leftovers, leftovers. That's multiplication. That's not just serving an enough God. That's not just serving a God who will give you just contentment. He wants to give you exceedingly and abundantly more than you can ask, hope, or imagine. And the 12 baskets have significance. This is the part that's so amazing to me. No coincidence in heaven. No coincidence in the kingdom. It is no coincidence that I'm in Cabo San Lucas with a mentor that I watched unfold in a journey years ago. 
I never thought I would meet Hope Carpenter. Never thought I would be breaking bread with her and the amazing Kelly Steele. No, I I had no idea. I never thought that I would truly get to be, even though there was this vision and this hope and this knowing that I would get to be an international speaker in another country that I didn't coordinate, that I didn't create. I became an international speaker because I was like, I'm trailblazing. (laughs) I'm going to do it whether there's a way or not. I'll make the stage in Mexico. And I did. I'll make the stage in Puerto Rico and Costa Rica and all of these places and invite people in. But this is the variable. God knows your heart. He knows you so much better than you know yourself. And the coincidence associated to that is that the promise is always connected to the kingdom and not you. It's not about us. That is a multiplication factor of knowing that when you say yes to your dream, effectively surrendered consistently, that's when multiplication takes place. And that's when the blessing of 12, they replied, 12, 12 baskets were left over. What does that mean? The 12 tribes of of Israel, 12 tribes. If you know the Bible well, or if you don't, I'm about to teach you. There are 12 tribes, the 12 nations connected to the lineage of Jesus, connected to the different roles in which all of these different nations would play in the protection of and the development of the kingdom. And this is sometimes brokenness, right? Think of the Canaanites and the Midianites and the Israelites. Like there's so many. This is a whole biblical context I could teach you another day. The intention is here that there is no coincidence to the representation of the 12. He gave them 12 with purpose. He gave them 12 as a reminder. And God will give you reminders in your multiplication factor. He's given me reminders every single day. When I see things duplicated, when I hit the six figure mark, he's like, I didn't put that in your heart. I put the many more in your heart. And the reason that he did that is because now I still show up no different than I did before, actually with more yearning for impact and the recognition that six figures isn't enough. And I don't say that out of greed. I say that out of impact. He knows that it's not enough to just feed the 20,000. It's enough to have 12 baskets full of leftovers that are then going to feed the next 4,000, which is likely 16,000 people. He's not worried about you in the same way that he's worried about the kingdom. He loves you. He glorifies in you. He knows every strand of hair on your head, but he also knows that we are flesh. Yes, generations upon generations is his heart. Who are you connected to that you are actually blocking their blessing because you're either taking, you're being greedy, you're doing, you know, I get profit first. I'm for the profit first. I understand if it is a part of your salvation, and I say salvation of like you being able to live day to day, but are we really stewarding our money well? Are you willing to sacrifice the Starbucks? Are you willing to sacrifice the, the extensive shopping? Are you willing to sacrifice the alcohol? Are you willing to sacrifice the su- things that suppress you? The addictions that solve a, a momentary element of joy? It's not joy, y'all. It's not real. It's fictitious living. And so I'm calling you out because I'm calling you higher. 
There is more and you don't have to receive the more. The profit first concept is that we pay ourselves first and then everybody else gets paid. I feel like I've been starting a nonprofit for the last five years. I haven't taken a dollar from our business because I believe in the impact connected to every dollar connected to me. And so I give it back unto the Lord. God, do with this as you will. Give me the 12. So I know the very next time that I come into conversation with someone, I can create impact that will last generations. When I broke the seven loaves right after the seven loaves for 4,000, how many basketfuls did you still pick up? This one's awesome. I want this type of multiplication. Seven. You didn't lose anything by stewarding 16,000 people's souls. When we are willing to sacrifice and look with a different lens and hear with a different ear on what does God say about the multiplication factor of my life, of my business, of the way I show up. If you want to take this for another perspective, let's say love, let's say acts of service in your marriage. I don't do an act of service to receive something back. I do it to say, I love you. Right. And so my question to you is, are you serving? Are you multiplying your momentum in service, not expecting anything in return other than the riches in heaven, understanding then that you become an attraction quality because God is literally shining through you and people are willing to exchange value with you. Yes. Inclusive of cash. Yes. Inclusive, inclusive of other things like energy, love, support, They will become your biggest name bearers. This is connected to the hourglass method that we teach within our training programs. The hourglass method of a funnel that the world is not teaching. God literally deposited into my soul in the middle of training up a pastor who is ready to step out in his multiplication factor. The hourglass method is unlike anything that's being taught, but it's creating momentum for you to evolve Because evolution exists from the 5,000 to the 4,000. We grow, we learn, we become more wise. So here's what I have for you. A couple of things. I want you to just process connected to your mission, which could be the other M word that we talk about today. What is the mission and what is the multiplication that you're looking for? What is the thing that if it truly happened, if it came to fruition, would create contentment for you? And is it enough? Is the dream big enough? Is the goal big enough? Are you capping yourself at just enough? Are you living in just enoughness? Are you living in a state of complacency rather than a state of desired contentment? I've been complacent. Maybe you're comfortable. Maybe the the multiplication factor is good and you're feeling good about your finances. I could stop right now and be complacent in the dream. I would have probably a bit of excess even for my family, but that feels greedy. That feels like I am giving up. It feels like I'm not stewarding. It feels like I'm not sacrificing. In fact, it just feels like I am I am not 
And we are called to be the great I am associated to the I amness that Jesus was when he was here. He never gave up. He never stopped living with what God was telling him to do. And I can assure you, if you are complacent, if you are living in a comfort zone, you are not content. Comfort and complacency to me is what I used to be, which was happy, living happy from one day to the next. This is it. This is happy. Yet I was so void on the inside without recognition of the void. And therefore I was going out trying to fill that gap, trying to fill that void. I want to be more than happy. And it wasn't until I hit a rock bottom where those things that I thought were keeping me comfortable were taken away from me. And I realized that surrender is actually the ultimate gift and actually the ultimate sacrifice example that Jesus gave us, which allows us to be multipliers of the kingdom. That surrender point of saying, God, I don't want to be complacent. I don't want to be comfortable. I want contentment like you had. Even on the cross, you were content. So even in my sacrifice of finances, in my sacrifice of letting go of worldly things like TV and 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 drinking and shopping and all of these other elements, letting go of what the world is saying and deeming as comfortable and recognizing that I don't need more. Driving through the streets of Mexico, I don't need more. I just need impact. I just need to illuminate the gift that's inside of me so that they can see you, they can meet you, they can know you. So ask yourself, what's your mission? And what are you looking to multiply? Is it enough? Will it create contentment or will it just be a comfort zone? And then also I'm going to be giving you the 30 day marketing momentum. This method is connected to multiplying your reach. I was supposed to talk more about that today, but God just took hold. Multiplying your reach in multiple areas on your digital assets. What are your digital assets? What are those profiles? You know, people tell you to go all in on your one location. So if I was to say which location I go all in on all the time, it's Instagram. And you can see that based on our engagement and our numbers and all of those things in that space. But if you go over to LinkedIn and you see growth, if you go into this group and see the growth, if you go into TikTok and see the growth, we are creating a multiplication factor by seeding these different areas with opportunity to harvest. If you don't plant the vegetable seed, the vegetables will never grow. If you don't plant the the seeds of sunflowers, the sunflowers will never grow. You can envision all you want. God can give you the dream, but he cannot create nothing out of nothing, create something out of nothing. Even in his miracle working ways, he gives you a call for a reason. He says, step out of the boat, Peter. He didn't pluck him up and put him on the water. He could have done that. He didn't make Jonah go to Nineveh. He gave us free will. He gave us choice. And the multiplication factor is a choice, just like the the parable of the talents and the, the owner giving the three servants the money. There was a choice in what they did with that. The multiplier, the person who brought it to the most 
invested it. And so I'm asking you to make the investment today. See these different locations. You're going to be seeding not just different social media channels. You're going to be actually going back to harvest that you've created from seeds you've planted years ago that you probably haven't thought about, especially if you're just starting your business. Your business launch associated to this is very important because you have already operated in your business, even if it's under a new name, even if it's a new LLC. You've been operating because it's you. You are your brand. You are your business. It's not just a new business. You're not a, unless you're a brand new creature, a brand new person, which I was, but even in my salvation, everything that I was connected to previously was something that God restored, redeemed, and used for good into how I teach, train, and show up today, and even relationships. And so through that method, 30 days, I'm going to keep you accountable in your inbox. Make sure you whitelist us. We've had crazy email issues, which is so frustrating. Um, But in your email marketing, you're going to be able to whitelist us and you'll see a video from me every single day. We're dropping it in the chat right now. Thank you. My team is incredible. Grab that. Sign up for it. You'll have a video every day. You'll also have an email every day. There's actual action plans. If you tag us, we will share it. If you tag anything on social media connected to Tamara Andrus or Fit and Faith Media, we will share your post on our community because I want to celebrate you. I want people to see that you are seeding today and you're also going back to the harvest that you probably forgot about. The people who can affirm you, the people who actually came to you previously, which even prompted the idea. God uses the people, the community around you to help steward what it is that he wants you to effectively do. Interestingly, I was reading um, this book by Kendra Hall, who will be on my podcast soon, Yesterday by the Pool. And I was on her podcast recently. It was awesome. And um, it's about sharing your story effectively. And she was talking about the yellow brick road. And she was talking about being absolutely in love with Dorothy when she was little. And as I said that, it just prompted in my spirit. I had no intention to share this. But it was even in Dorothy's dream, she couldn't go at it alone. She, she couldn't actually follow the yellow book road without the support of the tin man and the lion, right? And the scarecrow. And so I believe that there are tin men and lions and scarecrows that have been a part of your journey that you actually need to lean on a little bit more to help in your multiplication factor. Take from them, those mentors, those people who have seeded you and seed thereafter. Create your own yellow brick road by multiplying every single day the gift that God has given you. And eventually, contentment exists when you get to look back and see how many people you built a road for, how many people now get to go the path, take the journey. Without all the hardship and the the wandering, they have a solid way of getting there. And that's what this marketing momentum method is, all the M's. I love uh, alliteration. So mission multiplication. What's your multiplication plan? Then get a hold of the 30-day marketing momentum method. Team Tamara helps build the road. Let's go. It's true. And we do it joyfully. We're in pursuit of reclaiming the rainbow. We're in pursuit of actually showing up in joy and life and love as an entrepreneur and not burnout and exhaustion and scarcity mentality. If you got anything from today, please read Mark and the feeding of the 5,000 and the feeding of the 4,000 and know that God is ahead of you in your profit and your prosperity. He already has the plenty ready. 
But you have to recognize that if you're not willing to invest in yourself, it's really difficult for you to receive anything if you're not investing. The parable of the talents, if he buries what he gets, you put it into your bank account. It has no interest. It has no accruing experience. There's nothing. You're just limiting it to comfort. I'm comfortable because it's in my savings account. But as an entrepreneur and me and my husband being an entrepreneur for now two decades, we don't have a big savings. And I, I don't say that in guilt or shame. I say that in, I have one life to live. We have investments that are accruing interest with homes and things like that, that are doing the things that they should. But when it comes to savings or it comes to our checkings, it's out the door. The cash flow of my business is out the door. I don't need to hold on to anything. You and I have been gifted with more than enough. Stop and listen. I'm so glad that you did. I love you guys so much. I gave an extra 10. Jesus is good. He multiplied my time today and my energy and my message. I'm so excited for that because ultimately it's not about me. It's about him. And I'm so amazed whenever he gives us the opportunity to speak out loud. And so I am just prayerful over every single one of you that you multiply the message that God's given you. You multiply the mission that God's given you and you show up in obedience and ultimately in surrender as he did for us every single day when he walked the earth. I love you guys. You're incredible. Have a blessed week and come back tomorrow for the P. Come back, impact, illuminate, multiply. Tomorrow is present, present, and present, right? I I know there's three versions of it. It's really good. Present, present, and presence. Got it? Presence. Be, be, be. Give presence. I'm going to give it all away. It's so good. You got to come. Love you, love you, love you. Invite a friend into the group today. That would be such a blessing to us for our own multiplication factor. That's how we do it, guys. Together, together, together. All right. I'll see you later. Hey y'all, it's me again. Before you go, let's solidify the flame that was ignited within you today by sharing the spark with your own community. Whether it's mentally, physically, emotionally, relationally, or spiritually, I would love for you to take the step right now by declaring your takeaway. Snap a pic of the episode and share it on your stories or posts, and you can tag me and the guest, and we will surely feature you on our Instas. Hey, you might even unlock a new accountability buddy in me or them. We're totally in this together and we appreciate the extra step taken. I would be so grateful if you even took the extra step. Come on, give me that extra sauce and leave a review on iTunes for the podcast listening app that is of your choice. I'm going to be featuring your thoughts, in fact, and it's going to be so fun in upcoming episodes. So you'll not only hear your name on the show, but maybe even your passion project or whatever big shout out you want me to make. So please, as a fellow writer, leave some words that I can attest to and I can't wait to read what you have to say. Thanks again for being a loyal listener and I hope to meet you in person soon at one of the events that we are speaking at or hosting. And I say we because the Fit and Fake team could not do this without you. Until next time, blessings over your joy, health, wealth, and wholeness. This is the Fit and Faith Way.
I want to take just a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us and this podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you'll find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network, which is obviously why we got connected and are so grateful to be a part of the community. They have shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Some of mine that I listen to on a regular basis are on Life Audio. Even some of our community members who have been a part of the Fit and Faith team through our coaching or different organizations, they're there too. So I definitely want to drive you over there, check it out, and thanks again, Life Audio, for being you. This is Perseus Poku, host of the Sound Reasoning Ministry podcast. Learn how to share and defend your faith by listening to us weekly. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.